How do you honestly feel about all the housework that you need but also want to get done? Are you drowning? Or maybe you have your head just slightly above the water, but you really want to consistently go to bed at night feeling satisfied with the amount of housework that you got done during that day. Today's tips can be started right now so that you can begin to see a difference this very day. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, Homeschool Mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. As we already know, every home is unique, every family is unique, and every mom is unique. And in that, You, as a homeschool mom, your bent towards getting housework done is unique as well. Some moms love to get chores done and check off a to-do list and get the housework and to do all the cleaning. Some moms despise doing all those things I just listed and everything else. And some moms are somewhere in between. No matter where you fall on that spectrum, Just know that managing your home, getting all the housework done, it doesn't need to be complicated. It can be simple. For me growing up, I was an absolute slob. I know I've mentioned here in the podcast before, it wasn't until I went to college and I had a probably four by maybe 12 foot space that was mine. That's all I had. And I started to actually take care of my stuff and keeping things organized. But I was taught to clean when I was living at home. But to be honest, I didn't have a lot of time. That's what happens oftentimes when you go to public school. There isn't a lot of time to be able to learn life skills like that. So I knew I knew somewhat. It wasn't like I wasn't completely in the dark when it came to cleaning up. But during college, I actually, when I would come home on breaks and during the summer, I would clean someone's house. They had a large family and it was just a way that I could help her out. So I think it was, I don't know if it's once a week, once every week, I would go and Just do some of the extra cleaning, the extra vacuuming and dusting and mopping that she needed. And to be honest, I learned a lot. I probably learned more from her just kind of telling me I pretended to know what I was doing and just kind of asked some questions and was able to put it together. And she never fired me. So I guess I did an okay job. But then I began to live on my own after college. And I was pretty good about keeping the place clean. But you know what? It really wasn't that hard. I worked 40 plus hours a week. I didn't have a lot of furniture, didn't have a lot of money. So therefore, there wasn't that much to actually do. But then got married, started having children. And I'm probably, I don't know, maybe this might make me weird, but I saw it as a fun challenge to be able to keep up with the housework. I enjoy having my home and maintaining it and decorating it. I enjoy that kind of stuff. And Obviously, I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect, but it's just something that I do enjoy doing. But it's okay if you don't. I am here to encourage you from my excitement and enthusiasm. 
Are you ready? If you want to write some of these ideas down, you can maybe pick out ones that'll fit with you and then maybe eventually add some of the others. But let me see. Yes, I've got six of them here listed for you. So six tips for you to start today. And it's not going to be a huge load and it's completely manageable. Maybe you say, I can't do all six today. That's okay. Pick one to start with today. All right. The first one is, this is not very popular and you might not want to hear this one. But the best way to be able to manage all your housework and manage your home well is to reduce the amount of stuff in your home. It doesn't take me long to be able to get all my cleaning done every single week. It doesn't take me long to quick clean up for guests coming over or anybody unexpected to show up to kind of put things aside because I don't have a lot of stuff. I probably at some time started out with a lot of stuff. And I know when you have kids, there just is stuff. And that's understandable. If I go to someone's house and they have a lot of of little kids or even a couple little kids, I know there's going to be toys. There's going to be maybe high chairs and extra saucers and there's going to be bouncy seats. And I don't even know all the things that there are. That's just a part of it. Now, wait for tip number six that I have here because it's going to tie into that one. But reduce the amount of stuff in your home. What can you reduce? Do you have a lot of knickknacks? that you don't necessarily need out. Maybe when you have kids, I remember having a lot of knickknacks and I started having children. I was like, oh, these are not going to, this is not going to go well. And I put it aside and stored it. And then I realized I didn't really want it out anymore. (laughs) And so ended up donating it to the thrift store. But when we reduce the amount of stuff within our home, we don't have as much that we have to manage. And when you don't have as much to manage, it doesn't take as long to manage it. So I know that I said it's not very popular, but the less that you have to clean up, And to clean around, the less cleaning that you have to do and the faster that you are able to do that. If you have a ton of furniture and nobody sits in most of it, you have to vacuum around and underneath and in between all of the furniture that nobody's sitting on. What if you reduced a couple of chairs and only had out the furniture that everybody was actually sitting on? Going back to the knickknacks, instead of having to pick up each little knickknack and dust it, well, what if you had less knickknacks? then you would have less to do and it would take less time to get stuff done. So number one is to reduce the amount of stuff in your home. And you might be throwing some rotten tomatoes at me now, but just hear me out. Just I suggest if that you're feeling like that, just start with one room. Maybe it's the bedroom. Maybe it's the main living room. Maybe it's in your kitchen. Maybe it's hard to keep up with all the kitchen stuff because you have so many extra pots and pans. I've, I was at that point at some point and I was like, this is too many. What are the pots and pans that I need that's going to help me cook every single day? And I reduced it down and I have just exactly what I need. And some days I don't use all of them. And if I use a couple of them at breakfast, I wash them and I can use them at lunch if I need them. I can use them at dinner if I need them and just simply wash them in between. So reduce the amount of stuff in your home. The second is that your entire family has to be involved in the housework and maintaining your home. They have to be. It's it's a non-negotiable. They are there. They are making a mess. You are also probably making a mess providing for them. Therefore, they need to be involved. Two-year-olds, they can be involved. They can put some toys away. They can put things here and there and move things that are within reason, obviously. So a two-year-old can do something. A 12-year-old definitely can. And a 20-year-old definitely can as well. But everybody living within the home has to be able to help. They contribute to the mess. Therefore, they can contribute to the cleanup. And I do want to add this. When your family helps and cleans up, it may not be level 
that you want it to be. Maybe they didn't clean up in the kitchen as well as you want. Maybe they didn't clean up the toy room as well as you want or cleared out the garage like you want. It's okay. Just consider the fact that that task, that chore, it is done. And guess what? The more times they do it, the better they will get. Our current home, when we moved into it, did not have a dishwasher. Now, I know some people choose not to have a dishwasher. I prefer to have a dishwasher in different seasons of life. And when there's been a time or two that James and I had been home for a weekend, the kids are maybe all in middle school and high school, went on a youth group retreat. I was like, someday our dishwasher is just going to be a dish drying rack because we wouldn't necessarily need it. But we moved into this house and there were just so many dishes. It was all five of us there and a lot of cooking. And there were times where, well, let's just say in the beginning, I was like, everybody has to help out and clean up. And But James and I eventually were like, they are not good at getting this all cleaned. And there's grease still on everything. And they would put it on the dish drying rack. And it was just so for a while there, I am guilty of saying, okay, you guys go do a different task, a different chore, because I can't go into lunch with all the dishes and everything still all dirty and having to wash it. And so we kind of took over a little bit for that. And then eventually we did get a dishwasher and added that in and that kind of solved that problem. However, there's still always dishes, pots and pans and big things to wash. And I am happy to report that here we are five years later and my kids so much better at washing dishes. I don't necessarily have to go back over them and wash them again. So just know that it does get better. But the entire family needs to be involved, whether it's taking sheets off of beds so that they can get washed, whether it's dusting, whether it's vacuuming whether it's mopping the floors, whether it's just putting things away, whether it's laundry, everything, and the entire family needs to be involved. My third tip is to come up with a daily list, list of tasks that you want done in the home and display them where everybody can see. Write down every task when it comes to the housework that you want done. No task is too small. Things even like feeding the dog, making sure the cat has food, taking out the trash, every single thing that you want done daily, write it on that list. And then check off each task as it is completed. That'll feel really good to be able to do that, right? If it is in a place where everybody can see it, then it is somewhere that is easy for people to see it and to hopefully pitch in. Or you to say, hey, you have a little bit of time right now. Can you please go pick something from the daily chore list and get that task done? Maybe it's in between lessons or possibly it's the time when all lessons are done and it's all hands on deck and let's get cleaned up maybe before lunch or right after lunch before we start kind of winding down or chilling out for the afternoon or going heading out for activities. But no task is too small. So we come up with that list of tasks that you want done daily you'll be able to then see it because you think that you're going to be able to remember all those things, but you're not going to be able to remember all those things. And my mamas that are in the tidy home, they know exactly what they need to do every single day. They have their daily list figured out and it's very simple. And the more that you do a daily list, list the more that you will become familiar with it and the easier it is to do it. So number four is that this one right here is also, <laughs> this is non-negotiable, okay? Every single evening before you go to bed, your kitchen has to be cleaned up. There are no dirty dishes in the sink. All dishes 
are either in the dishwasher and the dishwasher is running, or you have it set to turn on at some point in the evening while you are asleep. Or the dishes are clean, maybe they're sitting out and drying. What you can also do is dry them up, put them away if you want, but that's just an extra step. Let's just start with just, there are no dirty dishes in the sink. Get that sink wiped out, cleaned out, you know, take that little drainage thing that's in there that you know is full of all the crumbs and who knows what from all the meals of the day. Shake that out, dump it out into the garbage can. Counters are cleaned up. The kitchen is clean, non-negotiable. When it is not cleaned up, you start that next day behind. I don't want you to start the next day behind. And the easiest way to do that is to do it the evening before. Include it in what you do in the evening. You'll get your kids to bed and instead of sitting down and doing nothing, take that 5, 10, 15 minutes to get the kitchen cleaned up. You will feel so much better in the morning. I promise you. It is going to feel like a drudgery if this is something that is not familiar to you, that you are not used to doing, it's not going to feel very fun. But just do it. Do it anyway, even though it's not fun. Your self in the morning is going to thank you that you took the time to do that. Because then you get up in the morning and all the dishes are clean, the kitchen is cleaned up, and you can just go into the day, start preparing and making breakfast, and everything is set and ready. So non-negotiable is that your kitchen needs to be cleaned up every single night. The fifth tip is to do something on your list every single day. This isn't necessarily your daily list. Those are things that you want to get done every single day, but you have things on your list that you want to get done, whether it is going through the kids' clothing to take out all of the small stuff, or maybe it is to go through the toys and take out the broken toys, or maybe it's to clean out your junk drawer, or maybe it's to reorganize the dishes, or maybe it's to go through those dishes and say, we have 50 plastic cups. There are not 50 people living in this house. Let's reduce the amount of cups that we have. Do something on your list every single day. Now, this list that you're working from, it can be a completely random list that you are just working off of the top of your head. You've written down maybe. But when you join the Tidy Home, you will actually go through and you will have a list of tasks to complete every single week and you just put it onto a rotation. You don't need to think about what do I need to do this week? Am I supposed to mop this week? Am I supposed to dust this week? Am I supposed to clean out the coat closet? Is this the time of the year that I want to do that? You don't even have to think about what needs to be done. You just simply have to do it. And that's the process that I walk the moms through in the tidy home so that you don't necessarily have to think about. There isn't a constant brain dump of what do I need to do? You've already done it one time. And it's there. And all it is is just a rinse and repeat. You just kind of keep doing the same things over and over again. And the more that you do the same things over and over again, the better you get at doing it, the better your family gets at doing it, and the easier it is to clean. If you have never cleaned out your refrigerator, it is not going to be easy the very first time you do it. But if you have it on a rotation that you consistently clean out the refrigerator, it's going to take you less and less time before you know it, it'll take you maybe 15 minutes to clean out your refrigerator and it's not a big deal. So the tidy home is where you're going to find out more about that. The link is in the show notes, but you can also head to littlebylittlehomeschool.com backslash tidy home. All right. Are you ready? Drum roll for the sixth and final tip that I have for you that I mentioned will tie into the first one that I talked about reducing the amount of stuff in your house. And number six is to be realistic about this season in life. 
if you have a newborn and you have a toddler and a preschooler and and or elementary age children, just understand that it's going to be a different season than the moms that you look at who have middle schoolers and high schoolers and definitely a different season than you're going to see of moms that are empty nesters. You have to be realistic with what actually can get done right now in this season of your life. If, again, the same scenario, you have little ones, do you really care if your ceiling fans are cleaned off? I'm going to suggest that you do not care about such things. Don't even worry about it. In a few years, you'll have time maybe to think about that, and maybe once in a while you'll do it. But again, don't let yourself get down. Don't beat yourself up over the things that are not getting done. Say to yourself, what are the important things to get done? Well, really want the kitchen to be cleaned up every night. I really want our home to be in a way that we can function well, but I really don't care about the minor details. I don't care if the ceiling fan is clean. I don't care if the baseboards are wiped down. I don't care if the oven is ever cleaned. That is okay to say that. Lean into the season of life that you're in because guess what? Your children don't care if the oven is clean. The children don't care if how perfectly organized your refrigerator is. They don't care if there's crumbs in the corners of your kitchen. They don't care. And that's okay too. So be realistic about this season in life and lean into this season and understand that you need to give yourself grace and know that all of the moms that are further down the road than you, we had to give ourselves grace when we were in your season as well. As I mentioned earlier, the tidy home is the place where you can get the complete package, the process of how to figure out what are your daily tasks, what are your weekly tasks, what are your monthly tasks, what do you want to get done during the year, during the different seasons of life. I have a process in that course that's going to walk you straight through that, and you are going to create your very unique home management system. It's not going to be the same as anybody else, and that's actually key. That is what I think is important for us homeschool moms to understand what is our bent, what is our things that what are we inclined to want to do and not to want to do and what's important to us. And the tidy home is, a I have a, a process laid out. It's not going to take you long to go through and you could actually join today and have your entire system ready and set to go and you could hit the ground running tomorrow morning. Of course, after you clean your kitchen tonight, right? <laughs> you can uh, join the tidy home through the link in the show notes or you can go to littlebylittlehomeschool.com backslash tidy home. I would love to be able to work with you there and watch you be able to feel like you have things under control and you'll be able to manage all of the things that I know that you have on your plate, literally and figuratively, when it comes to homeschooling and getting everything taken care of with your housework as well. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.